From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego with your latest news. The new UK Prime Minister Liz Truss today makes her first speech from number 10 Downing Street. What makes the United Kingdom great is our fundamental belief in freedom, in enterprise and in fair play. Premier Honourable Wayne Panton. On behalf of the Cayman Islands government, I wish to congratulate Prime Minister Liz Truss on her well-deserved recent appointment. Having already held several esteemed titles, including Britain's first female Lord Chancellor and the second female Foreign Secretary, we have full confidence in the Right Honourable Trust to serve her country as the third female Prime Minister with distinction. The government and the people of the Cayman Islands wish her well in every endeavour as she leads the United Kingdom in these challenging times. The leader of the opposition in Cayman, the Honourable Roy McTaggart, issued a short statement of his own congratulating the Prime Minister on her election as head of the Conservative Party and subsequently becoming Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Mr. McTaggart says the Prime Minister takes the helm at a crucial time for the United Kingdom and the British people with a cost of living crisis, an energy crisis and war in Ukraine as three significant challenges. On behalf of his colleagues and the progressives, he wishes Prime Minister Truss and her government every success. Police are investigating an armed robbery at a business on Finch Drive in West Bay. At around 8.30 p.m. last night, it was reported that a man entered the store brandishing a firearm and demanded cash from the worker there. He then left the location on foot with a quantity of cash. Police say no shots are fired and no one was injured during the incident. The suspect is described as being about 25 years old, 5'11 in height, and of dark complexion. He was wearing a black hoodie, black pants, dark-colored gloves, and a dark-colored mask. The matter is currently under investigation, and anyone with any information is asked to contact West Bay CID at 949-3999. Anonymous tips can also be provided directly to the RCIPS confidential tip line. That is 949-7777 or via the RCIPS website. Cayman helps out a neighboring country struggling with a surge in gang-related violence. We are very lucky to have our Air Operations Unit and the team there ably led by Inspector Neil Mohammed, who were keen to help support law and order in the Turks and Caicos Islands. His Excellency Governor Martin Roper tells Radio Cayman after four killings over the weekend, TCI reached out asking Cayman to send a helicopter to provide overnight aerial surveillance of the most badly affected areas. After a discussion, the governor, premier and police commissioner agreed to send the aircraft. I want to thank them for responding so quickly to this call for help and thank those who will be leaving their families to take on this very important role. Our two state-of-the-art police helicopters are an outstanding asset to our islands and the region. Our remaining helicopter is fully operational and will be able to respond to any requirements on our islands. His Excellency Governor Martin Roper. The Pact Land Administration makes good on its commitment to be an open and transparent government with the recent release of a new cabinet manual. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller reports. The 26-page document outlines all procedures for conducting government business, revamping the original 1995 Guide to the Operations of Executive Council. This significant step, combined with recent decisions to publish summaries of Cabinet and National Security Council meetings, underlines the elected government's continued commitment to transparency. It strengthens the Cayman Islands' solid reputation for being a well-run and stable jurisdiction which is governed by the rule of law. 
His Excellency the Governor Martin Roper tells Radio Cayman in his constitutional role as chair of cabinet, he will work closely with the cabinet office to ensure that all cabinet-related business is conducted according to the manual. Premier the Honorable Wayne Panton also praised his colleagues for their commitment to transparency and making good on promises to the public. Going public with the cabinet manual follows our approval of the code of conduct for ministers and members of cabinet, as well as the publication of weekly cabinet meeting summaries, which had remained confidential before the PAC government. These actions represent an unprecedented level of commitment to transparency and good governance. The manual will remain a working document to be updated periodically as processes and procedures are improved. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. The cabinet manual can be found online at gov.ky. Deputy Leader of the Opposition Joseph Hugh issues a statement in support of efforts to get a national development plan in the works. I understand that the Central Planning Authority supports the Plan Cayman framework methodology. And now, Plan Cayman also has the support of the Minister for Planning. We expect that Minister J.E. Banks will have the full support of his colleagues in caucus and cabinet to allow Plan Cayman to move forward, including completing the work already started to review the Seven Mile Beach Area Plan and then move on to complete the development plan for all areas of Grand Cayman. MP Hugh says he believes the civil service generated concept is the way to go. I've spoken many times on Plan Cayman when I was minister responsible for planning. I said that the Plan Cayman planning framework is the best opportunity for the country to get a badly needed modern development plan. I've repeated that many times since. Mr. Hughes says he hopes that the Premier will now support the Plan Cayman framework as an updated national development plan is critical for our future and must be beyond partisan politics. Today, Cayman Utility Provider, Caribbean Utilities Company, releases its first sustainability report. We get this report now from Radio Cayman's April Cummings. While the sustainability report covers a number of aspects of CUC's performance from January to December 2021, one of the highlights is a commitment to greening its grid and reducing the company's dependence on fossil fuels. To that end, CUC has a 70% renewable energy target by 2037 and aims to reduce Scope 1 greenhouse gas emissions as per Fortis's target of 75% by 2035, using 2019 as a baseline. Scope 1 emissions are those that are directly created by a company, and Canada-based Fortis Inc. is the majority shareholder of CUC. Over the next five years, CUC wants to accelerate its usage of solar voltaics and energy storage. Another goal? To reduce carbon emissions by improving customer energy management through programs and education. In the report, CUC says moving forward, customers and the public will expect the company to become more environmentally conscious and use more sources of renewable energy. The 43-page sustainability report is available on the CUC website and outlines in detail how the company plans to achieve its sustainability goals. The company's sustainable energy plan includes a number of projects and initiatives, from utility-scale solar to street light upgrades to increasing the number of electric vehicles in its fleet. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. Repairs to the dome for the Kearney Gomez Doppler radar continue this week and officials say the radar images will be temporarily unavailable until Friday to facilitate ongoing repairs. Cayman Islands National Weather Service Acting Director General Kerry Powery says they understand the importance of having radar imaging available during what is typically the busiest portion of the Atlantic hurricane season. We have got some contractors from Leonardo and their subcontractors have um, reached our islands. 
from the 25th of August, and they have begun um, going through the process of evaluating the condition and trying to search for uh, potential leaks in the radar dome. Just want to emphasize that the radar itself is okay, it's functioning at 100%, and it's available to be put online if we deem necessary uh, in an emergency. Radar service is expected to be restored as soon as possible once all repairs to the dome are completed. Government expands its information channel offering. Details now from Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins. Government has launched a WhatsApp channel, KmanGov, aimed at providing news, information and guidance on topics of national importance. We know from internal and external research that WhatsApp is by far the most preferred method of personal online communication in the Cayman Islands. And this is the case across all age groups and nationalities. So communicating on this channel will help the government reach the public efficiently. Director of Communications Onisha Richards tells Radio Cayman, Cayman Gov will signpost the latest official information on national priorities, such as cost of living support, jobs, weather, and national events. Users of the channel will also be able to access news, press briefings, videos, government services, and contact information. We have also found that for our community, WhatsApp is a major source of the community sharing misinformation, and therefore we need to be there to address it. Using WhatsApp will provide new opportunities for us to share official and reliable information to the community through a channel that is accessible, familiar, and free of costs. Remember to subscribe for notifications by signing up on gov.ky backslash WhatsApp. Users can access the government's WhatsApp channel by messaging 1345-938-0411. Officials say this will initiate a conversation with the chatbot and generate a menu of options on several topics. The information will be updated on a continual basis, featuring the latest offerings from government and developments in the community. The WhatsApp channel is the most recent addition to the suite of channels that the Cayman Islands government uses to connect with the community and with global audiences. The government's official website, gov.ky, serves as the primary source of government news, information and services. CIG also maintains a strong presence on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Twitter. Weekly and special monthly newsletters deliver government's headlines straight to subscribers' inboxes. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins. That's your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego.